0: what's up what's up hello what
1: you
0: got
1: jangling over there
0: i'm trying not to jangle nothing (laughs) i think i'm trying to be like as still as possible so we can get this um recording
1: crisp you're jangling brother you're jangling
0: well you just 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 keep me updated if i still jangle (laughs)
1: Uh-oh. Oh,
0: God, it's spicy. You said, "It's spicy sesame seed chicken?
1: Again, When does sesame chicken get spicy? I just want to understand.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, everyone likes a little spice. This is the time to spice up your life. So, if you have it in the chicken.
1: But I'm saying, sesame chicken is supposed to be like a nice, neutral. Even at Panda Express, the orange chicken is spicy. How is orange chicken spicy?
0: Uh, they creep it up on you. That's weird about the orange chicken, though. Sesame seed, I've experienced that, but orange chicken, I don't know, I don't know about that.
1: Orange is supposed to be light and nice and hints of sweet and niceness. Anywho.
0: Is is the uh, orange chicken the same as sweet and sour? Not at all. Ooh, yikes. But they're both orange.
1: No, they're not. Sweet and sour is like red. What? Yeah, sweet. Like sweet and sour sauce?
0: Yes, it's red. No, 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 not the sauce, but the
1: manga. The actual okay. chicken manga. I'm gonna help you out real quick. If it's sweet and sour chicken, what sauce do you think they put on it? Sweet and sour sauce. Oh, okay. Habanero. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. all right. You like sound like that boy in that commercial where he's talking about Pop Tarts or strudel, and he was like pasta. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I like pesto. Yes, that's what we're talking about.
0: Side note, have you seen those um those parents that got those newborn babies and they're like, oh, my baby is so smart. Hey, what's your name? Pasta. Mm. No, that's not your name. And it's like they're trying to coach them through it while um the baby's acting up in front of the guests. It's like, dang, I know he's smart, but you didn't have to pressure him like this.
1: I'm like, how old are you? Eleven. I don't know. Some kids be. Some kids be. Oh no! I think some kids are like really smart to the where they like do it on purpose to like trick their parents and looking like. I bet you do not oh, yeah. do this no more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a few of them that just and be playing. And those kids,
1: those yes. kids are going places.
0: They are. They are. So, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This is Cake and Convo's.
1: Bam, 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 bam. What's going bam, on? Bam, bam, bam. Oh, yeah. This
0: your boy, Manga.
1: And it's Ham. How y'all feeling? What's up? It's late in the day. Slightly.
0: Well, little, it doesn't. A little cloudy outside. You never know what time of day it is, because we actually got this one listener in Germany.
1: Hey, shout out to Germany for that one.
0: Man, that just blew our minds.
1: So now we can say we are what, Manga.
0: International.
1: Thank you and good night. That's we it. Appreciate. We retire. We, we yeah. <laughs>
0: like we're all we do is speaking engagements now because yes, we've we we've it. made it and yeah we're just trying and, to help the next generation.
1: Oprah and Ellen speak. are in our own um, inbox as we speak already.
0: Blue checks everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Not Blue? really, but yeah, right. be cool. That would be cool, but for real though, thank you everybody who's been listening. If you like us. Help us get the word out. If you see something that you want us to like talk about, or if you have any tips on how we can improve, please let us know at our Instagram page, Cake and Combos, Facebook page, Cake and Combos, and tell Jesus. He'll get right back to us. Too. He used to call me on my cell phone. Oh, Jesus. Not, okay. not Jesus Dendritic. I mean, I
0: was trying to merge the two. I know you did. We it's also so do have a Twitter twitter page but we gotta we gotta work on that so what is our ingredient today
1: today's episode the ingredient is flour i guess it should be a drop there or something
0: it could be who knows um can you use flour in a sentence for cake and compost
1: i need flour to make my cake period
0: period Yes, so flour is very important for the majority of cakes, so we could not forget this ingredient, or else might as well just start over. So you are explaining to me the importance of flour.
1: Okay, thanks for just throwing this on me. You know, one of these times, you're just going to have to, I'm just going to ask you stuff. Do it. No. Well, I thought you were going to take this one. Anyhow, flour is important to a cake because it helps give the cake its consistency. They can either make it dense if you put too much in, so it'll make it heavy, or it can be light, depending on how much you put in.
0: That's real. So, Ding. so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so
1: um, why is that funny? I don't know.
0: Because we were already hearing the symbol in our head, like <laughs> the official symbol. Cake and
1: Kavo. Cake
0: and <laughs> Mm, 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 mm. So for flour like mm-hmm. you said very important for the density of it. So we're talking about flour at first the first topic is as a global aspect of how dense or less dense these topics and world issues have been going on. Mm. And then we'll bridge into how flour can be impacted as a family. So, the first the first thing globally, since a lot of stuff has been going on, um, especially during this pandemic, uh, 4th of July was wild. Really? Yes. Okay. So, I wouldn't know because
1: I was inside like I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, I'm saying seeing it on social media.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, if you guys are not from the Atlanta area, <laughs> well... I definitely saw some people that were traveling to Atlanta and they're on TV and they came in. They're just like, yeah, so, well, you know, I just came to Atlanta because I just want to have some fun and just be with my friends and have some fun because every other state is like shut down and they just know Atlanta's the spot to be. And boy, they
1: took advantage of that. Shout out to that, uh, that club in the Atlanta area that decided to put a pool in it. They ain't never had a pool ever. But they put a pool in during Rona. And yeah. that just that just it flashed me back to what I remember about this time at GSW with that the um uh fraternity um had a phone party. Oh yeah.
0: And, <laughs> you can take a guess what it, it is. Well
1: it was my it was my freshman year, so I don't think I was invited I wasn't in cool enough to even even go to those parties. But wow. um they Use washing powder <clears throat> instead of like, I don't know what you're supposed to use for a phone party, but as you so everybody came back like itchy and ashy, it was hilarious. What? hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so when I saw like the video, I was like, mm.
0: Oh, so you have PTSD, really? I, well,
1: because I had because like I had saw pictures from the phone party and, and it, li- it literally looked like the same kind of party. I mean, they had a pool, but like, pictures from the phone party. Look like those pictures I just saw the other day. Wow, I had a whole flashback.
0: That's crazy. You know, every time I try and attempt to go to a foam party, something happens, and by the time I get to the foam party, it's like the foam's gone. they I just playing with with baby suds, and it just looks nasty.
1: I, I'm saying though, like foams to the top clearly just hide all the stuff underneath. It's like an iceberg; you only see. Most of the stuff, but when that when that phone goes down, you see what you really was in. I've never thought phone parties was a safe or a great idea because it's like everybody hop in the bath together. And I mean, anybody, whoever just hop in here with well, whatever you got on. That don't sound mm, safe. Back
0: in the day, it sounded fun to me. I'm not even gonna lie. Oh,
1: back in the day, everything sounded fun.
0: But um, yeah, so it just brought back. Memories saying that seeing this club have yeah. this pool in it, and it's funny because one of my homeboys was one of the DJs for the event, and he uh he travels occasionally and they do these type of parties like overseas and stuff like that. So, since no one was going out internationally, they said, Why not bring it to the club? Oh,
1: Lord. and boy, woo,
0: It it was. Hmm. It you was know, some freaking vibes, I'll say that.
1: It didn't look like that too. I just don't think I think it's kinda like out of sight, out of mind. Like people can't really see a virus. And so they don't see anything that looks sickly or whatever the case may be. They just kinda like I don't see nothing wrong. They ain't had no symptoms. They've been fine, but it's just like this thing is like super unpredictable. Like some people can be infected. Like does not bother them at all? They might have some flu like symptoms or have nothing like and then some people have to be put on a respirator there was All a right. case they were talking about a guy in New York who um been like had like amputations and stuff man
0: that was so sad it's that broadway guy like he was 41 years old he hasn't seen his wife and kid physically for months he was in the hospital for about 3 months had his leg amputated. He just, you know, if you're gonna go and and pass, just pass. But he he had a rough way to go, and it it, just, it was just so sad. And he still bad, Yeah.
1: Oh my god.
0: He died at forty one. Like he had a newborn type of deal. So it was just so sad. Like GoFundMe, I think they raised around eight hundred thousand for the family, but in all reality, that's probably just going to go towards the medical
1: bill. At least, like, because um, some people come home, they were talking about people getting like bills for being in the hospital from, you know, contracting COVID, and they get like a million dollar bill or a hundred thousand dollar bill.
0: It's it's a shame. It's so sad. Like, that's just going to wreck our economy another way.
1: Right. Speaking of, I have a whole other thought when you talk about wreck our
0: economy. I mean, I just, Talk
1: about it. It's kind of off topic, but it like I think about when people we should be. It, it, it kind of goes to like suits that's brought on to the states. I don't know. Maybe somebody can give me a little bit more insight. But I feel like the states don't have the money if a lawsuit is pressed uh, upon the state or whoever they are, whatever agency. Like, doesn't that come from taxpayers' money? A majority of it. OK, so if we really want to get down to it, like when we have people who abuse their authority or power, whether it be um, citizens who feel like they have some authority to um, detain or bother somebody. Or if it's like actual like state paid officers, that money, we should be more upset because every, we should they should be under more scrutiny because like this is coming out of our money, too. So if somebody get a $38 million lawsuit and they win that, I'm pretty sure it's not coming out of that officer's pension or paycheck. Like, we would have to fund some of that, right? If it's against the state or the state agency. Or am I wrong? No, you're right. So it, I, don't, I don't think people are really understand. Like, we should, if they were, if people are worried about the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. We should be focusing on, first of all, why are these people allowed to use our money however they want to? And if they make a mistake, or if they unjustly cause harm to somebody, we have to also bear that weight with them. I don't know. I know what I want to say, but I can't really say it.
0: I mean, I I, I get what you're saying, but um,
1: just, it's just if it's if it's because they not gonna pay a thirty-eight million dollars settlement with a family. No,
0: but they're protected under union.
1: And then that union, should be funding all these and if the union gets sick of it then they should be getting you see what I'm saying these people with these um, known histories of violence or known histories of using force like where is the checks and balances for that because it seems like if you got so so much under your collar they give you three strikes and you out but not apparently there you can get like 15 complaints on you and still have a job
0: because the thing is is that you could have these complaints, and then you can just go to the next district and almost start anew.
1: That's crazy to me because you—you know—they you used to tell us when we were younger. You know, your permanent record follows you everywhere, and we used to be so scared about getting anything <laughs> in our school record. <laughs> why is their permanent record not following them? It?
0: So it really just—you know—it depends on. So that's why people are really talking about police reform. And correct. I will say the whole defund the police thing, that is it's that's too it's too broad of a stroke yep. to really accomplish that goal. I mean, there, there can be some structural changes. Like, I feel some people are already talking about creating a database. So if one bad cop goes to the next city, their reputation follows them. Correct. But that's that's an inner working not only through the county but the state and not just the state but then the nation so that's gonna take some time
1: everything has taken time
0: but this this is gonna really take some time
1: everything has taken time but like to be honest it hasn't been a consistent it hasn't been a consistent upkeep like anything with consistent upkeep makes progress I think it's been times where it's like, okay, yeah, we're gonna do this. We're gonna change these things. And then it kind of drops about. It's kinda like with social media. Like everybody's like like when it's at the height of like um views, where you know, sometimes I can't talk. I lose words escape me sometimes. But when it's at the height of like trending and stuff like that, Everybody's majority of people are saying stuff about it. After a while it falls off. It's the same way with anything out of like like I said, out of sight, out of mind. If it's not really being shown or it's not really being put in your face consistently, like this is a problem. You know it's there, you know it's a problem, and it won't really affect you again until it happens again. I feel like a lot of the a lot, a lot, a lot of society and life is um Clean up instead of it's proactive instead of proactive it's reactive yeah because everybody's like well if i mean if it has a really nobody sees a problem with something until it happens right so a lot of people in their job know that they have to be proactive with a lot of stuff because if something happens then they'll catch fire so nobody is really rewarded for not tanking something but when it tanks that's when everybody's like, "Well, this is horrible, you know what I'm saying? Like if something was running smooth for years, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying nobody would nobody would know the little in there working issues because they've been proactive about it
0: absolutely um, a few things I was thinking about was that whole out of sight out of mind thing um Unfortunately, that's with the whole Breonna Taylor situation correct I mean. It takes discipline to continue to fight for what's right. Not when it's trending, not when, you know. That's why um certain cases that go on and we're all just like we want justice and then the next thing happens. More than likely their representatives are like, yo, just lay low for now. People are going to get distracted and then we're going to we're going to run with the bag. Right? And that's... Run,
1: they they use the system against itself.
0: Yeah, because it's a system like Everyone knows its flaws, but we have to use the system to just become better as a society. So, yeah, I agree on voting and stuff like that. But if we have to have different you know, elected officials to change the structure in, in its entirety. So it's, it's pretty tough. But like I said, it takes discipline to fight for what's right, especially when it's a long term process and it might not even happen in your lifetime it might happen in your kids or your grandkids but it's uh it's like the hidden agenda that society needs to work on as well to actually change the system but that was very uh dense so that was great when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to flower <laughs>
1: I just it's just it's just especially when you have to think about it as a person of color, it's just like overwhelming sometimes, and we've learned to just deal with, and I think generationally people of color have just learned to just deal with hardship because we know we're born into our parents know it, so they prepare us and grandparents, I can't even think about it on my grandparents' face, but you know what I'm saying, like we have always systematically and culturally have prepared for just like tragedy. And like I just wonder what it would have been like in life if we had the mindset of people who've never had a history of oppression. You ever think like how that would change your mindset like drastically?
0: Oh man, we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago. Um, my mother in law was like, So would you if you could go back, would you ever wanna be white? Oh. And I was like, Hmm. I know what I should say. And I know
1: She meant like American white? Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean it's white people everywhere. I'm
0: just saying. Oh, my bad. But you know, like, yeah, basically. And I was like, hmm. So it should be a very easy question. But because I lived this life and I've seen mm-hmm. some things,
1: mm, you never know. You might you
0: you might want to switch it up.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, like there's no Everybody would be curious as to, like... That's why people like movies and shows about, like, alternative, alternative timelines. Like, right. if you would have made this right choice instead of the left choice, like, how your life would change. Because, like, honestly, you wonder if you make some of the best decisions. As a human, we just sick and dress ourselves or, like, wonder the what-if all the time. So, like, nobody's gonna flunk you. It. It's not like you can actually go and change it. Right. But if given the option, if given... It's like saying, if, would you like to have a million dollars if given option? What? Uh, well, yeah. What do you mean?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, and of course they probably have their their pros and cons to that too. But
1: right.
0: it's it was just an interesting question because it really made me think about it. Like,
1: hmm, would I want to?
0: Would I really want to? I think it'd be
1: interesting. Like what?
0: the like the numbers show the projection of life completely different. At my age, if I had a different skin tone,
1: like there's that one factor,
0: there's just so much data now. And I'm not even gonna knock white people or anything like that because this is still the land of the free asterisk. But you know, there's still a lot of opportunities for everybody now. But it's just historically speaking, the numbers of opportunity just because of the color of your skin is just wild like that's not past history like this is stuff that's continuing
1: even now right
0: and yeah I could be bitter and be like ah man because of you blah 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 but that's not the way I live my life because I still have the same amount of days that the next man does same 24 hours so I could just complain all 24 hours or make the most out of my situation
1: that's true I do well you know what I feel like through time, like the same twenty four hours it kind of it's still twenty four hours, but it's not the same twenty four hours if that makes sense.
0: they get an extra hour
1: no, well, <laughs> they get twenty four hours, but within their twenty four hours they have more advantages than we do, so it's not necessarily the same twenty four hours
0: or i get I, I I know what you're talking about
1: it's it's twenty four hours flat across the board, time is time. You know what I'm saying? Breath is breath. All of that. But like within the 24 hours, it's kind of like you seen the, the platform where they had like people looking over a fence and yeah. like had like the guy who was able to like just look over because his box was like his box was like at the right amount of height where he could look over. And another person had the same box but they were shorter or another person had a box and they were handicapped so they couldn't get on their box. You know what I'm saying? Like they, it's still the same fence, right. but to your vantage point of the fence is different.
0: That is true. Um, it's just the people that... There's some people that just... I don't even want to knock these people because <clears throat> I grew up with some of these people. So <laughs> I can't even just tear somebody down, but some people just don't realize their advantages and that's when it's just like, bro, relax.
1: But see, that's also like, if you got the chance to go back and, you know live in that other skin you wouldn't even realize that that was a dis. you know what i'm saying you right. wouldn't even realize they don't they can't understand what has never happened to them like a long time ago when i was in like middle school my home girl tells hey girl she's married now but like she was like like they didn't eat meat yeah and i was like how could you not love bacon and she said something to me that was so insightful to this day. I still just use it like in my mindset. And we were in middle school. She's like, "I can't miss what I don't have, what I never had."
0: That's true. That's true.
1: Right? You know what I'm saying? So it's the same way with them. They can't miss something, or they can't comprehend something that's never been in their timeline or in their story. Like you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. If I've
1: never, if I've never worked uh a, a big rig or even seen one, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't possibly be like, oh, that's an issue? Like, what is this? I don't even know what this is. It's, it's, it's like a like form.
0: Yeah, I feel that everyone has a grace period to be educated.
1: That is true. But Ooh. after
0: that... You just choose and man. Exactly. So, I mean, some things you choose and some things you are born into, mm-hmm. which goes into the next topic, which was family. So we're talking about family, and the question was, uh, what was the question? Oh, pretty much underlining family issues that could make things dense or less dense that we have to deal with. So, yeah, I don't know what that issue was or the question for that, but I know we talked about it.
1: Oh, about like family, um, like internal family problems? Yes well I think when growing up a lot of a lot of I don't know if a lot of people have heard this but I always wonder like if I want to do like a um like a test with different cultures to see if they've heard these same sayings in their household to see if it's universal or if it's just cultural but like most times growing up what happens in this house stays in this house or you don't tell everybody family business or it's not even necessarily like your house, but like family stuff, like just cousins, aunts, uncles, like that kind of stuff. What happened in this family, you know what I'm saying? Or what happens in this house, stay in this house, you know, run your business. I feel like the dense the density of things is when you don't deal with the issues of a family. Like it's a lot of deep rooted stuff in a family that people never deal with because Family can be tricky. Family family can cross you and do some real jacked up stuff to you. But at the end of the day, you're still family. And it's not like you can just erase that. You can forgive them and let go of the situations. But like at the end of the day, you know you're going to be around them or see them or in some sort of way, they're still involved in your life because the family is extension. So even if you don't talk to them directly, You'll talk to their, like, they they parent, or they sibling, or they cousin, the other cousins, or stuff like that. It's a, a lot of stuff within family never gets dealt with, and I feel like that can make stuff dense. And then also, you know, in the Black community, everybody's like, Black people don't go to therapy. I don't know why. Therapy does not have a color on it, or counselor. Right. Coming hey. from a Black counselor, let me tell y'all, counseling does not have a color on it, baby, or a culture.
0: That's true. Um, there's definitely some points I want to talk about. So, the thing is, is I agree with what you are saying.
1: I remember now. Sorry, but okay, go. You remember what? What about how the whole family thing came
0: up? Oh, uh, I mean, shoot, Yolo. What are you talking
1: about? Was it? I had brought up two scenarios. Okay, about like family members who become addicted to drugs. Was it that one? Yeah. And then the other one that's a little bit way more personal. Oh. I'll talk about the family members. Everybody, like, we was watching the episode of Iana, and it Mm was like a family, and like the sisters, the mom had like eight kids or something, and none of the sisters really grew up with each other, and it was just stretched out, and so they didn't really have a relationship with each other. They didn't have a relationship with the mom. The family was just all kind of disconnected. Some of the family members was like, use coping skills with drugs and alcohol. And I always said, and like, sometimes when me my mom and my sister ended up having a conversation, I was like, most times people don't deal with, you know, their stuff in a healthy way. They turn to drugs and alcohol for like, it's a coping, it's a maladaptive coping mechanism. So, they don't, they never really deal with it. They just kind of drown it out and numb it out for a while. And she was like, my mom would she didn't think about it, really. But then she just kind of talked about it, thought about like, in general, why people and families get this way. I was like, well, have anybody... Everybody has like either a cousin or an uncle or aunt or somebody in the family who has just always been known as the drunk or always been known to use drugs. But has anybody ever sat down and asked their family member, when did you start doing drugs? Or like, when did you start this? Like, when, when it did what happened? Like, what actually happened? Nobody ever asked those questions. They just kind of deal with the effect of what happened, but never really deal with the root cause. So that kind of keeps family at a surface density area there
0: we go uh a lot to unpack so (laughs) first thing is i agree with you when it comes to the whole um family is family this is who you got but the way things are going now you know you've heard sayings like yo this is my brother like this is my sister like we we're not the same blood but you know i'll die for this person or they're so close that it's like well screw them my friends are my family yeah and that's that and i get it when traumatic stuff has happened and i'm saying actual traumatic stuff not like something that's kind of petty that you could just brush over and forgive because remember forgiveness is very powerful all right but mm-hmm, yeah. um but the thing is is that some people now are saying you know whether whatever happened to my mom or dad that's on them i don't want to deal with them and they live their life like they're an orphan with their adopted family which is their friends and it all depends it's a case-by-case basis so i can't really just say that's the right thing but if you're able to reconcile with your family you should reconcile with your family because you never know what could be unlocked and you can never know what tendencies are passed down that you can fix because if you stay distant away from them then you'll never be able to fix yourself you can go to therapy but it's until that therapist is like so what about your parents oh I don't have any parents I just have my brother (laughs) and we're the best Mm -hmm. friends and everything and it's like no like there's obviously deep rooted issues in your family that we need to uncover why so then it just gets to this point where you're kind of clueless and you lose part of your identity because you didn't want to resolve some past issues Mm -hmm. i will also say if it is the father's fault or the mother's fault they also should reconcile with their child because you never know what uh blessings you can get based off of your offspring so there's definitely some times where let me see. There's definitely some times where um, the the root issue could have been something very small, or something where it's like, well, my dad used to always go out and party, so now I went out. I always went out and partied, and now I became addicted to alcohol, and that's how I function. And that's actually a thing. So right. it could it is it could be something as simple as that to something where I've been abused. But help is always available.
1: It is. I, like, to be honest, family is so lo- layered and loaded. Like, it's so many it's, it. you know, it just depends on your family dynamic. But at the same time, if family was not important, why would a doctor need your family history? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, at some point, generational things are important to understand. Like, um, A lot of people like to not tell family secrets or um, reveal things because of either embarrassment or misunderstanding or stuff. But like they're truly, some people truly won't understand things about themselves until that mask is let off. And a lot of people, a lot of people are used to keeping the secrets because things can be embarrassing. Like, Nobody wants to feel like somebody can know all their inner workings and their secrets, but like most of the time, the family secrets be the stuff that people need to know to help eliminate future issues. Right. And I could give examples, but I don't want to give examples of like personal stuff without you know putting my family business out there because it's only that that kind of stuff. It should really only pertain to the family. But like, I'll give an example of I heard. If you don't. You know, Somebody, no, it's really something I heard, but like somebody, um, their grandparents had like a secret family. Oh shit! You know what I'm saying? Like a another another family. So the mother knew about it, but you know, it's back in the day they ain't really talking about it because it. And you know, growing up in the South is a whole. That's a whole other culture by itself about secrets. Okay. They'll try and take them to the grave, but a whole other family is like a whole other, <laughs> a whole other line of people who now share this identity with you, even though you don't really. And so, uh, I think one of the children from the family got like super sick, but the mother of the other family wasn't telling who the father was, and it was some sort of hereditary condition. That if, you know, that she kind of would have just been a little bit more forthcoming, then maybe the child's, you know, symptoms could have been caught a little earlier. And, you know, there would have been some preventative things put in place. But just stuff like that, you can't, you really can't keep everything a secret. They always say "Was done in the dark. But some stuff never come to the light like how you think it is. Like some stuff is, it comes to the light and they dead and gone.
0: Yeah, man, that's that's. Uh, yeah, there was. I forgot what movie. Nah, forget. Did that a funeral? <laughs> that's that's a good one. But um, oh,
1: oh, oh, oh that was too much. Going on.
0: There's just so many things that if you don't have your affairs in order when you pass away, you might be having a couple secrets that you didn't know would actually be a secret because you never talked to someone about it. Correct. Like that example you gave me or gave us, that's someone playing with someone's life literally because yeah. of a, a, a little secret.
1: But to them, like, I don't think people te- understand like, secret. like you literally decided to, you know, let this other person breathe and you know, live. So since they're going to live, you have to accept all choices that come with it. And people will fight to the death for a secret. Okay, even kids. Like, ain't no other kids in the house. But um, this lamp got broke, and they near it. I ain't do it. Who did it? I don't know. How I got broke. I don't know. I ain't do it. It's it, it's in people to just not want to get in trouble or not to tell the truth sometimes. But like at some point, we gotta get past the tradition of. Even when it's, like, painful, because, like, it, I ain't saying it's. it would be fantastic to just tell the truth all the time. If it was easy, it would have been something that's done. But, like, when it comes down to, like, life matters or, like, the important stuff, like, it shouldn't be a secret. Like, a lot of kids go through damaging situations because of family secrets. A lot of kids don't feel comfortable or safe with confiding with anybody because they know how the family is. And like that's traumatizing in itself. And layered trauma. Layered trauma is like. Uh, it's like you know those TikTok videos. Where it's like a peel off. Yeah. It's kind of like. That's what's internally going on in your body. Like it's just layer layer upon, upon trauma. And it's it has to still go through the same process. The other trauma goes through. So you're just in a constant state of trauma.
0: Shout out to the African kids that's had the trauma because I just felt that
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've had our own African trauma and they know what I'm talking about. It's layered trauma. The family and all is, is just whew. and I'll, I'll, I'll throw in shout out to the Asians and well Southern trauma, to, southern trauma the Ita- <laughs> Italian trauma, Hispanic trauma foreign kid trauma you know is is just super layered
1: shout out to pk trauma okay preach kids i feel y'all okay stand up i'm here for you okay i understand i see you don't stand up too much okay because you're in the front don't stand out and don't speak up too much okay don't don't embarrass your family Mm. that's that's another saying (laughs) don't embarrass us Oh my You goodness. are a representation of me. And you know what? As a kid, what does that how does that make <laughs> you feel like it's like, like an
0: adult? <laughs> like, oh my goodness, let me straighten up. You're like, how am I supposed to take that in? Like, I don't know what reputation you built. I'm only six years old. You know what I mean? <laughs> so how am I supposed to just be as serious as that? This is the family brand. Like, I don't know that. I mean, older, you know, the older you get, the you more like you, you understand, you but like, even I then... Is,
1: orientation to this? Did, did I miss it?
0: Orientation was birth. <laughs> and if you were asleep, which you probably were after you were birthed, you know, you're not... You slept through the orientation. You're supposed to know about your brand. If you're you hearing don't. this, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, that's one of those confusing ones. It's like, what do you mean I'm a representation of you? Like, I get it. Like, we ha- we share the same DNA, but the stuff you built after that, I
1: need a crash course. Right. It's like I I get it. They're looking at how you're raising me. Okay, I got it. But as a kid, you don't get it. You be like, I just want I just want to go play outside.
0: It's it's I guess it's that internal pressure of actually representing the family well and actually, you know, not messing up.
1: Right. I think that thing is not cultural. I think that's universal across the board. It's just different cultures have different expectations of how you are to carry the family name.
0: Yes. That's very true. And you know, if it works out, it works out. I think it's it's kind of cool now. I mean, I thought it was cool before, but how Different cultures are now marrying into each other, and how? Like, what you talking about? Bruce? I'm talking about how like there's a whole black and Hispanic mix now, and there's different cultures that are now being raised in. I don't want to say a melting pot because I've actually have we ever talked about the melting pot?
1: No, but when we got in college, they called it a salad.
0: Because the melting
1: pot is all mushed up together and nasty. But a salad, you know, you see each individual ingredient, and it holds its rightful place in the raw bowl.
0: That's cute. but um, I know, right? So my wife did a paper in ninth grade about the melting pot and how they should not call it the melting pot.
1: Look at Nikki. She's ahead of her time.
0: And she was saying this because, you know, as citizens come into this country, they're not citizens before, but like foreigners come into this country and they acclimate to the culture of the United States It's actually stripping away what makes them unique because you have to quote unquote act American. And who yeah. who's who's the majority of America Americans?
1: Black people no,
0: we're like 20 (laughs) we're like we're like uh 20 30 percent realistic we we like it's just we still like majority no we're
1: let me say minority
0: we're
1: we're the we're the majority
0: of the minority
1: correct okay Freudian slip
0: but um you know just to to strip away your culture to act I don't want to say act white but act American and it's kind of crazy how she was saying it because it's like a melting pot, but everyone else is in the pot and then the majority is stirring the pot.
1: Yeah. So the majority is like this, the ladle and everybody else is in the pot.
0: Yes. And I was, my mind was just blown when she said that. And I was just like, wow. It just, and she did in ninth, ninth grade. grade that, I was like, yo, you, you've always been smart. Shut up. You was like, I got to marry her. <laughs> i didn't know her in ninth grade but i was it was definitely one of those points where you know after i after the i do i'm looking at stuff that she says or what she what she did i'm like wow that's pretty cool i appreciate you ninth grade nikki but um we need to wrap this one up so <laughs>
1: yeah wrap it up wrap that up
0: so do you have any last words before we end
1: well, this is the moment that we get to speak to you guys directly. Give you words of encouragement, blah blah, blah, so on and so on. We well, my word of encouragement for this for flower would to be if you have anything in your heart that is troubled, please don't carry that weight by yourself. If you have somebody you trust, be it a family member, family member, if it's too heavy, get that dense off of you, okay. Lighten your load. Love you. Mean it.
0: (laughs) That was beautiful. (laughs) Love you. Mean it. Thanks. Well, guys, as always, y'all hit us up on social media. Follow us, please. Um, Hit me up on my sidekick. And I'll DM you guys of any of your criticism or comments, concerns. And, you know, we'll, we'll just get back to you. And finish baking this cake. It's a long cake. So, it's a big cake. Yes, not a long cake, a big cake. So, we are um, taking our time with this one, but we want to make sure okay. this is enjoyable. So, anything, any comments is better than nothing. And yeah.
1: All right, y'all.
0: Caking so,
1: Kaiba. It's been another episode of mm-hmm. cake come, come, come. Come. Kick him combo.